I think the reason all these things feel so fulfilling to me is because I've worked to create them, but Mm. I couldn't have created them or at least even beyond what I imagined if I didn't have a vision. And that to me is what is so powerful about manifestation is it's really the power of vision and looking um, and believing and thinking beyond your current circumstances. Hey there, gals. Hey there, gals. And welcome back to the episode of The Gals Guide. We are a dating and lifestyle podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Emily. And welcome back for another episode. And I am going to apologize ahead of time if my voice sounds like a frog. (laughs) Um, I was at a rock concert last night for work, which was really cool. It was the first like festival that I've had to like work and needless to say, it's the first time I've ever worn earplugs to a concert. And oh my God, my hearing is saved. I feel like I might start doing that more. <laughs> You're like, my ears actually don't hurt. And I feel like I can hear things and have I mean, normal I was, conversations. I mean, I, my head was literally inches away from the speakers. Yeah. And like, so it was a rock concert. So like Youngblood, Monoskin, um, Imagine Dragons, The Black Keys, Death Cab for Cutie, Jimmy Eat World or just some of the bands that were playing. And a lot of them, the bass was like cranked all the way up. Oh, and so definitely. I could feel it just standing near it. And I was like, if I take these earplugs out, I'm going to be deaf. Yeah, um, you're like, I'm <laughs> not going to have any hearing. So yeah. here we are protecting our so, hearing. But I could still like, enjoy the music and the concert. It was just, you know. As a speech therapist and like who dabbled in audiology in undergrad, I'm very proud of you for protecting your hearing. Oh, we all had to. Like literally every oh, single yeah. person who was in the barricade, like we had, everybody had air, hear plugs yeah. on because it was I mean, like, they there's have no to. way. They, I mean, just like for liability purposes and like all of that, like you have to, yeah. especially when you're yeah. that close to the amp. Yeah. The security guards, all of them have earplugs in. Yeah. I just might invest in nicer ones because yeah. they kept wanting to wiggle out and it was getting on my nerves. Oh, yeah. That is annoying. Yeah. But um, yes. Thank you. I'm so glad you're proud of me. I am. I am. I'm very proud. Uh, yeah. It always yeah. makes me like I went to a, this is so random. I went to like a NASCAR <laughs> race one time. NASCAR. Hell yeah. NASCAR. Yeah. Dale, yeah. Um, and wore earplugs and like no one around me was wearing them. And I was like, y'all are not protecting your hearing. And I'm very disappointed. So yeah. I just, I, I'm, I'm a big believer in wearing earplugs when you need to wear earplugs. So yeah, it was, it was nice. It was nice, comforting. Um, and then if I didn't, if I wanted to ignore somebody, um, it was very easy to because they very, had very true. You just literally I, like, you'd be like, I'm sorry, what? I literally, I had some people like, because I was between the stage and the barricade. Um, that's where all the photographers usually get to go. Mm-hmm. And I had people in the, like, stayed next to the barricade, like some guys, because it's a rock concert, trying to like holler at me and everything. And I was like, I have earplugs in. I can hear you, but I'm going to pretend like I don't. Yes. <laughs> so, we are not doing this. I'm actively working. Please leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but no, it was cool. I got to see like some really awesome bands. Um, and, I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, there's nothing like going to like a pure rock concert that just mm-hmm. makes you feel like bad as fuck. Like I had a leather yeah. jacket on. I was living 
the whole vibe. It was great. Blaine and I are extremely uh, jealous that you got to see Death Cab for TV. <laughs> That's one I of did, our favorites. Yeah. I got to hear um, a couple of their songs like Here to Forever, um, Follow Our favorite you, is... That's that's our favorite. Yeah, they played so. all the classics. Yeah, nice, yeah. So nice. That was really cool. Good to hear Jimmy E. World as well. That was really cool to hear the metal cool. and he- hear you now. Um, mm-hmm. So, and yeah, Imagine I, Dragons. I mean, that's. I super mean, cool. I was right there next to Dan Reynolds. Just like you're, like I can reach out and just touch. I could you. see the veins on his biceps. Like, <laughs> like that's I was how just close looking at his arms. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, no, those are the, I mean those are the moments that I really enjoy my job and I like what I do, which was really cool. So, oh yeah, and then Young Blood threw his beer on me. Um Oh my gosh. <laughs> wait, I saw your video of that and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> he was throwing he kept throwing his like beer into the audience. Um and then he apparently like he knows me and my team and apparently he likes fucking with us a lot and so at the previous festival that my boss and co-workers were working he also like was throwing like he threw vodka on them um to be like cheeky and so he saw me and i was like you literally are doing this because you like you like our team so like that's fine yeah um that's funny I was like, I'm wearing vintage clothing. No. Please don't throw your nasty beer on me. Thank you. <laughs> These pants are a Ritzia. <laughs> so, That's um, so funny. So, yeah, that was that was my weekend. That was my night. Um, yeah. What is your uh, captivation, though? Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad you asked. Um, I have been making coffee at home recently. Oh, but my God. I know I'm very a revelation. proud of myself. A revelation, except for this weekend. I went to Starbucks, of course. Um, and I am not a huge fan of holiday drinks. Um, like during Thanksgiving and like fall time, I don't, I'm not a PSL girl. Don't like it. But I do like the pumpkin cold film. Okay. So during Christmas, I'm like, I'm not really like a peppermint mocha gal. I'm not really into the like dolce, whatever they've got. Sugar out. cookie. Kind no. Of whatever. But I do like the sugar cookie okay so i'm gonna give you two things two drinks um our chai tea our iced chai tea latte with the sugar cookie cold foam next level you would love it okay it's delicious okay um and then for my like espresso drinkers out there the iced sugar cookie almond milk latte amazing incredible i feel like i'm drinking christmas they put little sprinkles on top it's so cute so delicious it's sweet but like not one of their like sweetest drinks like Mm -hmm. they have a lot of drinks that i'm like oh this is like way too sweet but the sugar cookie almond milk latte it's delicious that's what i would think with the sugar cookie one that it Mm -hmm. would be i mean it is it is sweet um but i feel like some of their drinks are like really 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 sweet this one's this one's like manageable like it's not terribly sweet but it is definitely on the sweeter side um yeah the sugar cookie cold foam elite delicious magical yeah you should try it one day okay i think you would like it i do think you would like it maybe i will try it uh on my flight home i'll stop at the airport yes do that do that which i know you're so thrilled oh i'm like please hurry up i'm like so bored like let's go do all the things um like i've got my christmas nails but i'm like ready to go do christmas things um so yeah i'm here i'm here ready it's only whenever. a couple more days whenever you want to come days. to the nc you just come on over 
Instead of having like a Christmas advent calendar, Hannah has an Emily comes home advent calendar. Yeah, we're just gonna do one, like each day. We're just gonna cram in as much as we can, and it's gonna be fine. It's okay. It's alright. It's good. Okay. Starting um, with queso. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Always start with queso. What is your captivation, though? So thank you so much for asking. You're uh, welcome. <laughs> I have been binging, and I'm so excited because tonight is a finale. Uh, White Lotus season two okay. on HBO Max. Dang it! Everything's HBO, and I still haven't bought it because I'm so broke, and I just don't have the money to spend. But I've been wanting to watch the show. We'll watch it when I come home. I okay, have here's it. the thing. You, no, you here's can the use thing. my login. Here's the thing. I'll just get HBO Max for Christmas. Like that will be my gift to myself. I will sign back up. I've really been missing Gossip Girl. <laughs> Anyways, continue on your White Lotus. And Gossip Girl take over. And the new Gossip Girl season two just came out too. Okay, I've never watched great. that one. So it's good. I like okay. it. Okay, cool. Um, cool. And then Sex Life for College Girls is also back out. Yeah, which I've is not also seen great. that either. There's a yeah. lot of things that I'm missing. Yeah, you by need not HBO having Max. HBO. Yeah. Okay. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> you said you're going to rewatch Friends. Friends is on HBO Max, so you, I've never you need watched it. Friends. Remember. Okay. Yes, you're going to finally watch Friends. Yeah, you need HBO Max, basically, yeah, is what I'm I hearing. Do. Yes, um, yes. So, no, yeah, I, when the first season of White Lotus came out, I didn't watch it. I went out while I was releasing. I waited until after the season was done, and I watched it, and then I was like, I don't get the hype. Like, I don't understand why so many people are obsessed with this. Mm. Um, it, this is bland and vanilla. Yet, <laughs> I kept wanting to go to back for it. more. <laughs> and then... I didn't understand that. I didn't know why. And then season two came out. Season two, one, it's way better. Like, it is just even better. I understand the thematic storyline that was going on. So in the first season, it's about a bunch of white people, like these rich white people who go to this resort called the White Lotus. Mm -hmm. And in the first season, they're exploring class and race and, uh, and it's just about how, like, it's just exploring white privilege like, in these certain areas. Yeah. And um, how all these rich white people basically come into this resort and ruin the people who live there and that city's, like, lives, essentially, by one person at least dying. And then... Awesome. Um, it's just, like, examining white privilege in that sense. Yeah. And how these people who are so elite don't take time to consider it, like these other people's lives and their issues before they just like decide like to ruin it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And to them, they don't even think they're ruining it. They're just living their lives because they're on vacation. And, um, season two explores gender and sexuality and the dichotomy between, uh, married couples and men and women and, uh, gay couples as well. And mm-hmm. I think it's, really interesting and the actors on this season are some of my favorite one being theo james who is (laughs) god that man is a god he is so attractive oh my god it's ridiculous and then aubrey plaza who is my snarky queen Mm -hmm. and then megan Fay, who was on the bull type she's also on it um so i mean like this season is just stacked with amazing characters and it's just so much more entertaining and I 
find out who dies tonight and I'm so excited and you're like I can't wait I'm counting down the hours yeah because I really I have trapped my head trying to figure out who is gonna die and usually I can predict that kind of thing and I don't know who's gonna die so like that's why I'm super interested but um I highly recommend it. if you didn't like season one watch season two it is way better and I think I reason I like it too is because the chemistry between the characters is a lot better and a lot more believable Okay. I didn't yeah. feel that way with season one. Like they had like some really great stars in it, but I was like, like I don't feel this chemistry between them. Like I'm not feeling anything between these people. I'm not invested in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, season two, I'm invested. The hook, line, and sinker, I'm involved in everybody's freaking life and I want to know more. It's mm-hmm. also set in like on the Italian coast. Mm. So it's, it's in Sicily. It's stunning. So... Yeah. Highly recommend. And I'm waiting for season three to be like taking place like in Aspen, Colorado at a ski lodge. Like I'm placing my bets now. It's going to be at a ski lodge. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah. Watch White Mm -hmm. Lotus season two. I highly recommend. Nice. Love it. Well, we have a super exciting episode today, gals. This is, she's a friend of a friend of the pod. Uh, We have been dying to have her on the show. She is such a delight. It's Natalia Benson. She's an astrologer and finance expert. She is truly captivating in her own sense. And I just love listening to her talk. I could listen to her talk for hours. Mm -hmm. I actually do on her own podcast, (laughs) which I will have linked in the show notes as well for you guys to check out. But before we get into this episode, we're talking all about manifestation, spirituality, healing. It's truly a transformative episode that I think you'll enjoy. We also have a ton of other episodes that we mention in this particular interview that I think you guys would also love. We talk about Saturn Returns with Natalia, and we actually have a whole Saturn Return episode with our in-house astrologer, Lauren, that you guys can check out. And we have a ton of other spirituality, birth charts, manifestation episodes that I think all of you gals would enjoy joy we have over 160 episodes so feel free to browse our catalog on apple spotify or wherever you stream podcasts and while you're doing that please hit subscribe and leave us a rating you can also check out more bonus content on our instagram page at the gals guide pod and while you're there also hit us up on our own personal ones at emily elise and at hannah adams miller and Yeah, that does about does it. We're going to do a couple ad reads really quickly, and then we'll get into the interview with Natalia. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Alrighty, gals. So today, zooming into the studio, we have a 
spiritual business strategist, money mentor, and astrologer who's been featured in Women's Health, InStyle, Glamour, and Yahoo Finance, and many more, as well as her own podcast where she's leading listeners to make meaningful choices and changes in their lives. Everyone, please give a very warm and gratitude welcome to Natalia Benson. Yay. Hi. I love that intro, short and sweet and to the point. That's so nice. She's really good at them. (laughs) I may have a degree in writing. Who knows? (laughs) It's up in the air. But welcome. We're so thrilled to have you on. And I think it's great because we literally just like had a whole full moon as well. So we had a whole full moon. It was, it was a whole full moon. It was nice. I actually, I'm a fire sign. So I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. I had probably the most transformative, I guess you could say, full moon. Um, Last night, (laughs) I like found out afterwards because I was talking to um, my astrologer and I was asking her of different stuff. And she was like, well, you know, like this full moon was all about like release and like secrets being revealed and all of that. And I was like, oh, well, I just told a man I was in love with him. Um, she's like, see, yeah, you just kind of benefited from that. And- oh my God. <laughs> so, I wonder where it would have been aspecting you. Oh no. I, I, I've been asking her like different questions and trying to like pick her mind over it. Um, I'm still waiting for like a whole like debrief from her afterwards. I've been like so busy, but yeah, we, we have to like dive into it and everything. How did it go? Like, that's a big move. That's like I, a Leo sun move. Like a Leo would be like, absolutely. yeah, like, <laughs> like I'm going to just tell you how I feel. Yeah. Well, that was another thing like too, like with my, I don't know if you know a lot about, um, I'm assuming you do, um, human design, uh, a little bit. I'm okay. like, I'm like a I'm a novice, but yes, okay. I love human design. Okay. Uh, apparently my like throat chakra is like my strongest point like in it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you need to just like speak the things that you want, like into the universe. Like, and that mm-hmm. it's like where like you hold your power at. And I was like, so telling someone you love them is probably a really good thing to do. She's like, yeah, that's like <laughs> probably the best thing you could do. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and no, it went, it went well, it went well. We're, uh, took the person by surprise for sure <laughs> um, I am so, so impressed I'm Wait, like what what are your two what's your human design I already asked you your astrology before we jumped on but do you know your like type that's really all I know yes you are Hannah am is I a, a manifesting generator or something? yes you oh, look at me look at uh, like <laughs> like I did I remember that correctly <laughs> and then I am a manifester Nice. It's so funny. I was just on the phone with one of my best friends, uh, Victoria Washington. She's a manifester. I'm a Manny Jen and we have the best time together. Like we just really rock out, but, um, let's see. Well, manifestors, that's why I asked you that too, because what I do know about manifestors is it's about initiating, Mm -hmm. like you're actually meant to initiate. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. Like telling, I actually, my favorite, well, how do I explain Lydia? She like does massage. She does like, let's see, body work. She used to be my waxer. She does my eyebrows. She's basically my go-to soulmate. And, um, (laughs) we, we have long conversations and she's an Aries. And one time she's like, but how, like, how do I go about dating? I feel like I have to wait around. It's not really like me. And I was like, well, yeah, listen, Lydia, like you gotta like 
pull back or just chill a little bit. And then she was literally like, actually, let's look at, I was like, let's look at your human design. And when I saw that she was a manifester, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh yes. Like actually (laughs) you can initiate and you're meant to. And she was like, I feel free. Anyways, that's all I know about human design. That's That's all I know about human design. (laughs) But that's literally how I felt like afterwards. I was like, I feel like I can breathe now. Like I Uh it's just like a sigh of relief in a way. So I, I, and I was very much like, I'm going to write it down and like send a letter that kind of way, like very like romantic in that sense. And he definitely appreciated like me verbally telling him. Oh my God. What's um, his sign? He's a Scorpio. Oh yeah. He's like, yeah. tell me, get, let's get <laughs> deep. Let's Just go. Talk yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my God. I love this. Okay. Well, this is really juicy. What a great way to start a podcast. <laughs> Isn't tea for the gals going on? We love it. Um, before we have a ton of stuff we want to talk to you about. One of them okay. being manifesting. But yes. before we get into that, I would love to know: Is there anything that you are currently like just captivated by? Do you have a current captivation? Oh my gosh, I feel like the main thing that comes to me, and it's kind of probably a little bit of a silly answer, but I just got into my first office, so I have an office, um, and I'm captivated by that. Like. I love interior decorating things that happen when you turn 35, you're literally like, all you look at is like Zillow and like CB2. (laughs) It's really silly. You guys will know what I'm talking about. Like, anyways, not to say you don't do that now, but just in case you don't, it's great things to look forward to, but I just feel so grateful. I've like, you know, done uh, business since I was about 19. That's when I started my first business. And I've always worked in like bedrooms, living rooms, couches. Like Mm -hmm. I've had Ikea tables for my desks. Like that's just been the whole flow of things for so long. So to be at this point where like I have an office and it's beautiful and I get to work here and create here. It's just a whole vibe. It's very different for me. So I feel very, I feel very captivated by that. That's, is that okay? Is that no, like, the... absolutely. Yeah. And I am insanely jealous because <laughs> you and Hannah, well, Hannah, you technically have an office, but I don't. And but it's, still a ha- <laughs> yeah. it's still in my house. It's <laughs> okay. Mine has been in my house. Literally. Like, let's see if I could do the math. I mean, I think I've been doing all this for like 16 years, all different businesses. I mean, for 16 years, I have worked in, yeah, apartments and bedrooms and my parents' house and like all the things. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it's part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, your bedroom looks really cute. So her bedroom is cute. Yeah. (laughs) You guys have got some great vibes going on back there. Yeah. And this is actually my grandma. So this painting behind me was my grandmother. So that's awesome. That's so cool. I love that. I know it's a vibe. I love it. it really in here. Is. Yeah. So hopefully that is like a good answer for this because oh, that, I feel perfect. like that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, we, we want to talk to you about manifestation, money. These are, these are things that I feel like you are very like big on within like your own personal brand and you know how that all correlates back to astrology. But we also would love to know and like get to know you a little bit first mm-hmm. um, for any of the gals that haven't listened to your podcast or followed you uh, after following you and like listening to all your stuff. You have like a really just radiating like confidence and, and like energy around you, I think. And I think oh, you are you. really well-spoken. Um, mm-hmm. and- I receive 
<laughs> well, I, I find you very personally like inspiring and I would love to know like oh. how did you reach like that level of confidence did it oh, take a while wow. and was there oh. any like practices that you did to kind of get to that point did you guys see my face I was like oh. you're like Ugh. yeah <laughs> took a long time I actually was I actually just got I'm really into tattoos. It's cold here right now. So I have very long oh, sleeves on, but I'm I just in West got Hollywood, like my, so I feel you. Oh yeah. It's freezing right now. I'm yeah. like, it drops below 70. We're like wearing parkas, like it's freezing, but I got, I think literally <laughs> yesterday, like my 18th tattoo. And I was telling the artist and my babe Tori, who was with me this moment, why I got this tattoo of a hummingbird, because when I was about, let's see, 22, um, I got my first natal chart reading ever. And at the time I was actually, I mean, I was essentially addicted to like drugs and alcohol. It was not a, not an easy chapter for me. And I got this natal chart session because I had actually been studying astrology for like that year. And it was the only thing that was like helping me feel a little more peace. And in the session, he literally told me, you are a messenger. Like you are literally here to bring a message. And I was like, um, I think you have the wrong person. Like, I was like, I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And that's why I love teaching astrology now. Cause some of my women will be like, what this is like, this feels like alive in like my, my heart, but like, I don't even know where to begin and it feels really far. And that's how it felt for me when I first got to know my chart. And I literally took a video. This was back. You guys, I don't mean to be silly, but like, are we this, you are not 35. Like how old I'm are we th- here? I am 29. She's 28. Okay, perfect. So you guys are like Saturn return zone. Yes. <laughs> very much yeah, We so. should talk very, about that. Very, very, very much so. Much so. <laughs> yes. Okay. We'll chat about that. But what's really powerful is I had this experience where I had like a little digital camera and I was like, you know what? I'm like, I am going to just go for it. I'm going to record something on my digital camera. I'm going to put it on YouTube. And when you see, like you guys can see now, but like I had jet black hair and I would like, it was in front of my eyes and I was so insecure. And I was so, I mean, I really was just in a space of so much, uh, you know, not to sound too dramatic, but I was really suffering. So I take this video of myself and I'm like, this video is so, oh, like I, like my voice isn't like, I was just hurling insults at myself. And I think I did about 10, 11 takes. And finally I like slammed it, slam it down. And I'm like, universe, if you can hear me, if I'm supposed to be a messenger soul in air quotes, I'm like, if this does not work, like I'm never doing this again. So I'm doing this one more time. And so I literally set down the camera and I do it again. And as I'm recording, I literally remember saying the word love and a hummingbird comes flying into my apartment. I lived in the middle of Hollywood and this hummingbird, I... I started crying. It was on my little digital camera. There were no iPhones then. And the reason I bring up this story is because number one, it's powerful for for me to recount how much I lacked confidence and not to say that 
the magical hummingbird came in and then I was just like, oh, yay, I have all the confidence. It took me quite a long time, but I felt like that was a nudge from life. It was a nudge from the universe reminding me to keep going in that direction. And through all the things I've moved through over the years, it's helped me create my own semblance of confidence. And I think that also, and this is something I teach often, but I feel that we all have our unique, a unique relationship to what confidence is. So for me, it's really come from going through quite a bit of challenge and then figuring out how can I hold my power in a way that is really rooted in the love that I have for myself and the respect and love that I have for others. Because me playing small or holding back, I think I don't think that's doing anyone any favors, not anybody else and definitely not me. So I feel like it's taken me quite a bit of time. I don't feel like I really stepped into this iteration of like my self-expression until very, very recently. Like I feel like I really started to step into my my own identity probably around the age of 32. And I just turned, I'm turning 36 in like, you know, a couple months. So it took me some time. And I think I also like to share that story because I wish I still had that video. Cause if, if y'all could see that girl, like you wouldn't even believe it's me. And I like to share that as well. Cause anything, anyone can change. Like it took me a long time. Doesn't have to take anyone as long as it took me, but, um, it was, it was powerful. So yeah, it's taken me a long ass time. Let's just put it that way, but it's been <laughs> worth it. Well, speaking of Saturn return in a way, <clears throat> Were you having like any of those like realizations like around that age? Oh yeah. Like Saturn return for me. So here's, that's what I was asking you about the full, your full moon moment, because, mm. you know, these lunations or let's say returns like a Saturn return, a Mars return, nodal return, they'll happen in specific houses in the chart. Mm -hmm. So for me, ironically, my Saturn return was happening in my 11th house. And the 11th house is on the top of the chart, which is your public. It's actually the, let's say more like the exteriors of your life or being seen. So for me, during those last few years of my 20s, I would say that my deepest lessons were really coming through relationships and friendships specifically, because mm. ironically, the 11th house is the house of your hopes and dreams. And it's also the house of friendships and group relationships. So for me, it was, it, there was a lot of different things that came through during that time, but it was a lot about me understanding and holding boundaries in the space of relationships and friendships and really coming to understand who I actually am and if the people around me are there to help me move forward or if they are really just, I mean, this might sound a little bit harsh, but if they are just lessons mm -hmm. and they're not meant to continue on the journey with me. So I would say first things first, that that time for me personally, there were so many things going on. It was intense, but at the same time, it's like I, when I turned 30, 
I had one more big final test and I just feel like I turned 30 and I was like, okay, I got this. Like it was just Mm. this knowing and everything for my, and that's why I talk about my twenties so much in my work, because it was just such a defining decade for me to really meet myself and make decisions about who and how I wanted to move through my life. So how's that for an answer? So (laughs) yeah, yeah to the Saturn return. (laughs) No, I love that because I mean, I, I personally, I'm in my last year, my twenties and I'm looking back and learning like who I was like at 2021 is not at all who I am. And I feel like Hannah, you can say the same thing as well. And I mean, like with your Saturn return, Hannah just got married like literally two months ago. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Me too. Wait, are you, did you say you're a Libra? Um, I'm an Aries. Aries. Mm -hmm. Libra. Who has the Libra? Libra rising. We both have Libra rising. Yeah. And then I'm a Libra moon. And I'm a Scorpio moon. Oh my God, you too. Yeah. We're kind of all over the place. (laughs) No, those are, that's so great. And also I think it's funny because I'm an Aries and I just got married this year. So I'm like, how can we, what can we chalk up there? But that's really beautiful (laughs) because listen, the end of, I feel like what I love to always speak about so powerfully about the Saturn return is when it comes to the Saturn return, it's fun. I don't want to say fun. That's not a word we want to, we typically associate with Saturn, but it's, (laughs) it's fascinating to look at the house that the return is occurring in, because that is going to be the place of your life experience that you're really meant to like evolve Mm -hmm. and set boundaries and ground and get really responsible in. Mm -hmm. So anyway, sounds like a blast, right? Yeah. Sounds so much fun. We we actually had, um, my astrologer on the show previously, and we did like a whole episode about Saturn returns and I need to dig that. She like did like my whole like next like 10 mm-hmm. years after wow. my Saturn return read. So I was like, I need to like read into that whole chart. It's like 80 pages long, but um freaking astrology. <laughs> it's literally like that's why I feel like I'm the kind of like astrologer that I am because I'm like bite sized. Cause I'm like, you guys, I will barely read things. So I'm like, I I feel like there's other people like me who will like they need things bite-sized. But yes. when you really sit down <laughs> and like really get into that, I bet there's so much power and yeah, like yeah. incredible illumination in that. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, when you like started making that like change and shift in your life, do you, was that around the same time like you really got into manifestation and do you feel like that manifestation helped you get to where you are now? And what did that look like for you? Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like when I teach manifestation, which I love to teach it every so often, and I love to incorporate it into my work. I think the term has gotten, um, very like, I don't even know. It's like, and even astrology, like there's things about it where I'm like, um, I think it's gotten a little bit away from its origin, but that just happens when things get, you know, popular, but I think the viral on TikTok. Yeah, exactly. I know (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, but thanks for saying it. No, I will say it for you. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like what I found, what I found to be really powerful about my journey with manifestation is really like the way that I like to share it and teach it and practice it is really around holding vision. And then when we have a vision, it's, it's like a GPS. So if I know where I want to go, then 
the power that that grants me is it grants me the power of making decisions and taking, you know, I'm like, I have a Capricorn ascendant. So I'm like all about like, I'm, I'm quite disciplined at this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. And people usually have a very weird relationship to that word, which I can understand. But I will say the reason that I have had truly the privilege of getting to this stage of life with a relationship that I love, a healthy relationship. Doesn't mean it's perfect, but we're it's an amazing, deep, loving partnership, which if you know my history, that looks hopeless <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> so there's that. Um, obviously, I feel deeply, deeply grateful for the work that I do and the women that are around me and the abundance and the prosperity of the work that I do. But all of that for me has come on the heels, yes, of manifestation, but I break manifestation down to really vision and action. And Mm -hmm. if I really wanted to do sit down more, it's, it comes down to the power of my habits, the things I say yes to the things I say no to. And Mm -hmm. I used to be the kind of person, even just within the last couple of years where I really had trouble with consistency and I really had trouble with just, I don't know, like I'm an Aries, like I'm like, I'm like a fire starter. So I'm like, no, like, let's just begin it and then go do something else. But the power of that Capricorn ascendant (laughs) in my chart has really been over the years, seeing that constancy, that persistence as a very powerful tool. Now you don't need to have Capricorn in your chart, but this is how an Aries with a Capricorn ascendant would talk to you about manifestation because (laughs) I'm all about like action, devotion, and discipline because to this, at this point, I think the reason all these things feel so fulfilling to me is because I've worked to create them, but Mm. I couldn't have created them or at least even beyond what I imagined if I didn't have a vision. And that to me is what is so powerful about manifestation is it's really the power of vision and looking um, and believing and thinking beyond your current circumstances Mm -hmm. and all Mm -hmm. of like the esoteric writers. One of my favorite authors is Joseph Murphy. He passed away in the eighties, but he has a book called the power of the subconscious mind. And that is a profound book. He has like, I don't know, so many books. Like you like look (laughs) at his name on Amazon and you're like, holy moly, this man is like 90 (laughs) books. Like he just was on a roll, but he's just like, I love his style of writing. And it's so, to me, it's manifestation from a space of empowerment Mm. and really feeling grateful for your life as it is, as you create it. And one of the deepest powerful keys for me has been like, I'll give you an example of like manifesting my relationship because I used to be like the most single, I would date all the wrong guys. Like just, they didn't treat me well. I lived in LA for 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to love this. Okay. Well, Emily, I hope this guy you just professed your love to deserves to be professed to. I hope he does too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're like, we'll talk about this later. We'll, we're going to bookmark that. But I, I literally used to drive through LA and this is when I couldn't have been more single. 
ever. And I just remember being like, okay, I'm going to pretend like my boyfriend is calling me on the phone. I'm going to answer the phone in my car and I'm going to talk to him just how I would want to talk to my partner. And so I'd be like, Dude, like, you know, and you're in your, you're in your car. Nobody <laughs> I love knows. It. I love like it. nobody knows. Like yeah. everybody has Bluetooth now. So yeah. this is a couple of years ago, but I just remember I would literally like answer the phone and I would talk to him. Like he was calling me. We we're so loving. And my loves, I freaking shit you not. Like that's how we talk to each other. Like he Aww. is, I tell Mick, like I tell him all the time. I'm like, you are my greatest manifestation. I'm like, I did not think people like you existed. And, but yeah, that's a journey. I have a very extensive podcast where I talk about that whole (laughs) journey. (laughs) It was intense, but it, it, it was like, I just, I was really, I really had the practice, so to speak of just thinking and looking beyond where I was into what I wanted. And I think a lot of people don't do that because even if they like the concept of manifestation or they've seen the secret or whatever else, they just think it's silly or they, they talk themselves out of their dreams. And to me, manifestation is the acuity of imagination. So it helps you use your imagination, which you're using all the time anyway. But most of us use our imagination to worry. We use our imagination to be hard on ourselves. We use our imagination to judge. I still do all of these things, but I remember (laughs) and know that my imagination is a tool. And one of the biggest things that I would offer is the power of the morning. So when you wake up in the morning, like, what are you focused on? Are you focused on your, you know, TikTok? You guys, I don't even have it. I think I have a TikTok. <laughs> I posted it like <laughs> once a year. TikTok? <laughs> yeah, TikTok, whatever. Like, do you, do, you <laughs> look, do you look at your, you know, your emails, your TikTok? Like, do you look and see what the world is telling you is mm-hmm. happening? Mm-hmm. Or do you look and see what am I creating? What am I excited for? What am I grateful for? So that's a, a really powerful way just I'm not that you asked this, but we'll just toss this in there. But that's been, that's, that's a powerful tool that I've used for years and years and years of like, what's my morning like, and where do I put my focus? And a lot of times my focus has been way beyond what I even thought was possible, but I just kept focusing on it. And then I let the energy that that would create for me, um, help guide Uh, my actions. Because if I want to get from point A to point B, thinking about it all day long, isn't going to do much, but thinking about it and letting myself feel it and either get intimidated or excited about it is going to assist me in generating the energy to take action. There's a law in the universe called the law of action. So the law of action is just like the law. What's the law of, uh, that everybody talks about the law of attraction. Thank you. Thank you. How could I forget that one? That was weird. (laughs) Anyways. Yeah. So like everybody knows about the law of attraction, except for me supposedly, but then (laughs) there's, but there's, there's 12 laws and getting to know the laws, um, is really fascinating. And that's a lot of like Joseph Murphy and 
there's a lot of people that talk about this, but um, it's, it's really fascinating and a beautiful way to live your life. Cause it's really about also living your life with a relationship to yourself and also living your life um, from a space of understanding that you are not alone. You are supported and the universe is vastly intelligent and it works with our intelligence too. So yeah, I think that's beautiful. I we had one of your friends who's also one of our Scout Sobel on the podcast yeah. earlier earlier this year. And mm-hmm. she spoke about how she puts so much intentionality and mindfulness into her morning routine. And yes. like the second I heard that, I was like jotting it all down. I was like, what are you doing? Because you just <laughs> seem like you have your whole like beautiful life. And I mean, it really did take a dramatic effect on me. And there was one, I am a writer and there was one book that I read called The Artist Way. And I feel like anybody who's ever been an artist of any type has read the book. And one of the things in it is just journaling and just getting your ideas out of your head instead of like being, feel like you're clogged up. And I has been spending my mornings taking that time to be intentional and to journal no matter what it is. And just, you know, even writing down like certain manifestations and what I'm thankful for currently in my life. And it's been something that I personally have, I didn't know I was doing manifesting, quote unquote, because mm-hmm. I was doing this for years and like had no idea this is what it was called. Like I was telling people before when I was in, uh, college, I really wanted to go to this one particular film school for my graduate school. And I told people at, I worked a random retail job and I would tell people, Oh, I go to this school. I would just tell people I was enrolled there. Like, I was just like, I really hope I get in. Cause otherwise, cause gonna- otherwise <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to look like, like a psycho. You have to get in now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like no choice universe. No Thank choice. you. <laughs> and so, and I got in and it was, you know, it was amazing, but it was always like the entire process of doing it. I was radiated with such confidence because it was like, like, there is no other way. Like I'm, I'm going to get in. Like, it's just something that was so sure and guaranteed like within me that I never had a single doubt in my mind. I mean, it's something that I've always thought with a lot of my career paths. Like, I think, you know, a lot of people that I've met, you know, and thankfully I had very supportive parents who encouraged and like, thrived on any like creative instinct that I ever had in my life but so cool I always knew that I was destined to do something big and creative whether that was Mm -hmm. acting film music no matter what it was and I had parents who nurtured that ideas and so when people were always like oh you're gonna you're gonna go to film school like you're not you're not gonna get like another degree and I was like no like there is no other option for me like this is the only thing and it's always just been like fully like betting like on myself in that way like when I moved last year when I was 28 I moved to Los Angeles and everybody was like you don't have a job and I was like I'll I'll find one like I have no other choice like it will come to me two weeks here I got this is manifester this is like some manifester (laughs) Leo magic right there 100% (laughs) it's like all in like all aboard and like that's basically it no but that babe that is so beautiful and I feel like that single pointedness of focus Mm -hmm. and certainty is huge it's really huge and the universe responds to that yes And I Mm -hmm. think just um, that's one thing when I always tell people and I always try to like motivate like other people in my life, like whether that's Hannah or my mom or whomever is just, you know, 
taking that time to kind of like find that center of like why you're doing what you're doing and letting that drive you. And that's always, cause that's always been like what has driven me and any choice that I've ever made is my dream to just want to entertain people and make other people feel something and just reminding myself of that in the day. And by doing that, I feel like it leads me on different paths to do that. Um, yes. So whether that is a podcast that is film, that is, my writing, whatever it can be, as long as I am making, I want to make people just feel something through my words and my ideas. So I think that that's beautiful. I love that, babes. And honestly, I love that. So, okay. So look, I know you're interviewing me, but let me ask you two a question. (laughs) So like, what, what is like, let's, let's manifest right now. So like what, I know this can be vulnerable, so I'll share too, but what is like one thing from each of you that you know, that you're really excited to experience in this life, but it feels like really far away. Uh, directing and writing my like first feature film, um, Writing it is a feat that I can definitely accomplish on my own. It is then pitching it to studios and producers to then get the funding for it, to then then also bet on me to direct it as well. This mm-hmm. is the part that is intimidating, but yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So remember to, when you say it, stay focused on the thing, okay. not the doubt okay. or not the like, oh, that's far away, but like the thing. All right. So it's, yeah. the, it's directing. Yeah. yeah. Directing. Mine is, um, yeah. Tell me. Mine is <laughs> what I'm trying to do now currently is um, write and record my first album. I'm, I'm a musician. Um, so I, my day job is a speech therapist. Um, and then I've always been a planner. So Emily's always, you know, been my kind of my role model in the sense of like, just like go for it. Um, which I have never really ever done. Uh, I have so much I... air in my chart that I'm like all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah. with You're and like, I'm... I'm just going to like, like the air is just like, like yeah. just like mm-hmm. go for it. And it's the vision. Yes. Okay. So writing yeah, so, mm-hmm. and producing your first album. Yes. So um, I have a lot of songs like half written, um, which is like my biggest qualm with myself is that I like have a ton of ideas. But Wait, I... honey, honey, honey. Just you the hear, <laughs> did you hear how, I, but isn't this what we all do? I do the same shit yes. where we're like, Hey, what do you want to create? Mm-hmm. And then we're like, ah, but but like exactly so we're gonna do this again we're gonna do this again (laughs) so I want you so I want you Emily tell me what you're manifesting in one sentence and Hannah tell me what you're manifesting in one sentence and I know this is vulnerable too uh I am manifesting directing and writing my first feature film beautiful Hannah I am manifesting writing and recording my first album Yay. Big sparkles. I do this with my women all the time. We sparkles. 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 So here's the thing. So first off, um, Emily, how would it, how will it make you feel when you are literally in that director's chair directing this film? Like, oh my God, this is happening. Tell me one emotion that's gonna, that like you are like, whoa, I think I would feel this way. Powerful. Yeah. Okay. So powerful. And then Hannah, same for you. You've mm. written and produced your first album it's done you're putting it out you've got all of this like excitement what would you feel in that moment it's happening honestly proud yes 
So one of the key pieces of manifestation, the manifestation process is how can I access that feeling on my day in my day-to-day life? Mm. So how can I access that feeling in a day, in a day-to-day in my day-to-day? Start being uh, more kind to myself. (laughs) That's important. Start taking more, like, I think, uh, command and ownership of my creativity and yes. Yeah. So, and then what is one action that you could take? And don't think big action. Don't think like, I'm going to go knock on Steven's Like, just like, just be like, okay. Like, what? Yeah. Just like one, what is one action that each of you could take that is like step one to create this finish my outline (laughs) perfect hannah what's yours uh finish a song (laughs) perfect so then what you would do when we're done with this this interview you're like wait what just happened um wait you have homework but yeah exactly this is like how i'm in my sessions but i love it basically what you're gonna do is you're gonna go ahead and time block that in your calendar so you're going to literally go to your, I'm an iCal gal. Everybody tells me that I should do Google, but I, I, am, I am love iCal. I am a paper calendar gal. So <laughs> well, it's perfect. I'll, both of y'all are better. <laughs> what? No, whatever works, whatever works. But literally I want you to go to your Google Cal, your iCal, your paper cal, whatever. <laughs> and you're literally going to go write this down and you're going to time block it. And then where the discipline comes in is like, I am showing up for this thing. Mm-hmm. Like if it's in mm-hmm. my calendar, this is where I will sometimes sabotage myself. Cause I will be like, okay, I have this thing, but I'm like, no, I have to go like dust my plants. Um, or I have to go do something else, <laughs> yes. you know? So it's like the, the key is to really be like, okay, I am going to like, this is in my calendar. I'm mm. literally going to go and do this thing. Mm-hmm. It's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is definitely yeah. one thing that I have always been very critical of myself on is the discipline is mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's okay. Discipline gets easier. It, yes. it really does. Oh, yeah. Like, and the thing with discipline, I'm actually reading a book right now that is reminding me of this, but the whole concept of discipline is that it's not about like taking something away, which is kind of how I think we're kind of taught when we're younger, at least when I was younger, like discipline mm-hmm. had that connotation of like, you are wrong, you are bad, like Mm -hmm. something is going to happen because of this. Whereas the truth, especially as we're older, is that discipline is something that we create in our lives because it actually creates the result. So in astrology, Saturn represents discipline and reality, whereas Jupiter represents like expansion and dreams, almost like manifestation is like a sweet mix of Jupiter and Saturn, because we cannot create the Jupiterian vision or expansion mm-hmm. or blessings without some semblance of groundedness. Cause you experience your manifestations through your physical life through mm-hmm. and Saturn represents that Saturn literally represents reality. It represents just getting real. Mm-hmm. And if we want to experience and receive what's possible for us, we have to set our life up to receive it. It's kind of like, this is a crazy example, but so often, and this is, I've read this in many uh, books, but 
lottery winners. They'll win, you know, millions, hundreds of millions. And it's very, very rare that even just a few years later, they have the money. Mm -hmm. And here's why, because the Saturnian, and this is part of my work, by the way, of why I teach financial literacy, because I want us to be able to hold our dreams. I want us to be able to hold the money and grow it and honor it and be generous with it when we get it, when we receive it. So the same is with manifestation. Anytime I talk about manifestation, um, I always share the challenges, the tests that I receive mm -hmm. to see where's your character like, can you hold this thing mm -hmm. and will you hold it and will you honor it? Right. Mm -hmm. And that to me is like the power, not the sexiest, not the sexiest approach to manifestation, but mm -hmm. it's, but it, it is sexy real. because yeah, because moving in this way, it actually brings us to what we want, but we're yeah. not usually taught that where mm -hmm. it's kind of like, we see the end result, but what about the process, the tests? the character that you created to hold that result mm -hmm. and to appreciate it when you get it. It's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have ever had the ex the experience of something coming really easy and you mm -hmm. thought you wanted it and mm -hmm. you're like, cool. And you appreciate it for like a solid 0.5. And then you're like, moving yeah, on. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <Moving> on. <laughs> but it's different when it's yes. something that you're just like, I've really wanted this and yeah. I've figured out a way to create it because it's more about who you become and figuring out how to create it that matters. Mm -hmm. And then you can really appreciate it. Do you feel like it's like a way of like showing up like for the universe and like saying like, hey, like I'm ready for this. And um, it's yeah. almost like the universe is like saying like, okay, like we can see that now, like you've set yourself up for this and now we're going to like pass the baton onto you kind of vibe. Yeah. And I think it's a co-creation, right? Yeah. So I think, well, and I always have a little joke because, you know, I have like the silliest jokes. My husband thinks they're funny, but that's about <laughs> it. But I, I literally think like, be careful. I, I have a little funny thing. I'm like, listen, universe, be gentle. Cause if you ask for assistance or you ask for guidance, you will get it. Mm -hmm. but how do you want your, how do you want the guidance? <laughs> so you should be specific because yeah, specific. <laughs> I believe, and this is just a, a, a belief of mine, but I really believe that we have, we are in a co-creative and to even have this conversation, like what a beautiful opportunity and privilege, because the truth is at least my truth. I believe that the universe is in a co-creative dance with us throughout our lifetimes, but sometimes you got to lead and sometimes you got to be led. Mm -hmm. And some, some of us like to lead and some of us don't like to be led or vice versa. So I feel that it's not so much like I'm going to just say that I want this and then I'm on my own. I think it's also understanding that when I acknowledge what it is that I want and I'm willing to really like state it and ask for the support, I'm going to get it, but it might not be the way I want it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. have you guys seen the Manny, I'm forgetting his name, but it's a really powerful sports documentary um, oh. on Netflix. Oh no, but I know what you're talking about. I yeah, haven't no seen idea. it though. It is absolutely profound. And to me, because of course I'm like, so 
esoteric and a little weird that anything I watch in like the mainstream, I'm like, okay, let me like, let me like, I'm like, what's your astrology? Like what's, how does this, but the thing that I found so powerful about his story is that, and I won't give it away, but what I found so powerful is that at the beginning of the documentary, he asked, he's more religious. So he asked like God more in the semblance of like his relationship to his religion. But he said, God, like, I'm looking for your guidance and holy shit, did he get it? Because (laughs) if you watch that documentary and what happened and what he moved through, Um, I mean, it all turned out absolutely powerful in the end. It was actually, I mean, even just talking about it gives me absolute goosebumps, but it was just, I couldn't help but look at his story and look at the documentary and how powerful and beautiful it was and see that you got to watch how you ask, because when you ask, you're going to get the, you're going to get responded. You will be responded to. But again, as I said, it's that surrender that the key ingredient to me for manifestation is really around surrender. It's like, how much can I surrender and trust the process of taking me to where I want to go? But what happens so often is we get discouraged or we judge ourselves or we judge mm-hmm. the situation mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. And we just totally like we step out because it's too much pressure. And it's kind of like, well, do you like, do you want it? And why do you want it? Mm -hmm. And if you know from the core of who you are, that it's important to you, you will figure out a way. Mm -hmm. And, but look, look, let's, let's lighten this up a little bit. Cause I, (laughs) I personally think about what is something I deeply would love to experience in this life. And I would love, like, if I, if I was, I don't know, if I was somebody else, I would want to be the front singer of a band. I always loved performing. I was a dancer all of my life. Could I go and make that happen? Sure. Do I really want to? No. My values, at least in this lifetime, are just like, will I do that? And I still, I have an electronic project and I do that, but it's not my core everything. It's something I deeply love, but it's like, I think about what I'm doing now with my business and mentoring women and teaching money, teaching business, teaching astrology. I burn for that. I love it. And I see the full picture. I'm going to create it and I keep creating it. So it's like, I think that what happens too is when we allow ourselves to acknowledge what we love and what we're drawn to, mm-hmm. we will be guided. Cause I will tell you, I thought I was going to be like a touring DJ and I really wanted that. And then things happen. It's a long story. Maybe <laughs> we'll talk about that another time, but what's powerful is that I still do that. Mm-hmm. But what came on the heels of me saying no to what didn't feel right allowed me to step up and into what I do now. And this Mm -hmm. is beyond like my, I just never really anticipated this. So I guess I bring that all that forward just to remind that the universe will co-create with you. It will not always happen in the exact way that you think it will Mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. It will be better. But the number one, the number one prerequisite is that you allow yourself to dream and desire and focus and surrender. Like what the fuck? Like that's so many things that totally (laughs) contradict each other, but that's, 
that's how it works. At least that's yeah. how I found that it works. Yeah. You know? I, and I, I love that. And I think, yeah, it's just like in aligning yourself like with the energies and I th- of what you need. And I think mm-hmm. that it's, I think it's beautiful. I think it's great. And I think that these are things that I've been told on repeat. Like from, I have a friend who she lives in Venice and she is a uh, relationship coach venice beach not venice italy i don't want to like get people like confused (laughs) (laughs) um she is a relationship coach and she also she's recently like untucked like a lot of um realizations around manifestation and she's just getting into it and i mean since she has like made this shift in her life her life has dramatically changed and been so amazing and radiant and it's amazing to watch um Mm. see her do that and I think it's just this newfound confidence that she got in herself to just fully and completely like shed any like you know obviously you can't fully shed all your negative thoughts out of your brain you're a human being yeah but it's just she's fully trusting herself now and I think that's one thing that whenever I have done that and there's been moments where I'm like just fully just having this undeniable trust in myself that I can do this and that this is something that I have even if I don't have the answer right now knowing that I eventually will figure it out and the universe is going to help me in that has been the thing that has like led my entire life and I think that's great yeah I'm excited for you too (laughs) all the things we're creating and manifesting well, this has been absolutely beautiful to sit here yes. and talk to you about this. Before oh, we let you go, you. we would love to know, like, we end every episode with a survival tip for the gals. And we would love to know, like, is okay. there one key takeaway you have for whether that's like manifesting in abundance or whatever it is in your life? Do you have like one key takeaway you can give the gals? Oh, my gosh. I think I'd say first things first is allow yourself to like what an absolute gift to even be able to ask myself, yourself, what do I want? What do I actually want to experience? Mm -hmm. And then allow yourself to answer that question. And then I think the next biggest power is to allow yourself to take messy, magical action. Like what, what can take me forward, um, in the direction of what, inspires me and activates me and calls to me. Mm. So I would say, allow yourself to use your imagination in a way that inspires you and expands you. Cause I think also when we do this for ourselves and we allow ourselves to dream and think beyond what is, it also helps us in terms of the collective as well. Like, what do I want to contribute while I'm here? How do I want to make people feel? And so dream even though that's so cliche, everybody says that, but there's a reason people say that because it works. So dream and take action. And like I said, messy, magical action. And I think that you will be amazed at what you can create. If you allow yourself to trust the process over uh, time, be patient, be patient. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That is mm-hmm. a daily reminder for me. Absolutely. <laughs> in every aspect of my daily life. Daily reminder for yeah. me too. But like I said, it all, that also gets so much easier as you, as mm. you carry on, especially mm. for us Aries mm. or fire signs. We've mm. got a mm. patience is a practice for us. <laughs> well, this has been Very amazing. Much. I this hope that, 
you i hope i i didn't just ramble on on no, all kinds was, of oh random gosh, things wonderful talked about manifestation in a while i had to dust off my manifestation <laughs> cap i love it though um before we let you go we want to give you a second to give the gals a shout out find, tell them where they can find you um and where they can listen to more of you yeah, absolutely. So I'm really active on Instagram. I'm just at Natalia underscore Benson. I have a TikTok. I don't remember what it is, but if you find <laughs> Natalia Benson, I'm on there too. And then my website is nataliabenson.com. And if you are fascinated in like financial empowerment, money and energetics, um, astrology and money, I have a really beautiful free five day money mastery for spiritual solopreneurs. Cause I, I really work with a lot of women who want to have businesses mm -hmm. and that is actually in the link tree in my Instagram. And you'll just see, it says free five day money mastery. Ooh, so I like it. Thank you guys so much. This has been yeah. fantastic. I really enjoyed myself. Yay. Thanks. And so that does it for today's episode of The Gals Guide. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at The Gals Guide Pod. Also like us on Facebook at The Gals Guide and become a Gal Scout in our Facebook community. You can also hit us up on our website, thegalsguidepod.com, and our personal social media, which we will have linked in our show notes. Also, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review. And then if you're listening to us on Spotify, go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. So thanks for listening, gals, and we hope you come back for our next journey. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.